Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Round one. Are you afraid of God? No. I'm afraid of The Hungry Gamers! <laughs> Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 81st episode of the Hungry Gamers Podcast. We are powered by APIT.net, Audio Technica, and AK Racing. I'm not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan8Bit. Joined today, my two partners in crime, Miss Ali Hart, who can be found, funnily enough, at Miss Ali Hart, and Reese Kirby, who can be found at Kerbo8Bit. Welcome back to the 8-Bit HQ you sexy fuckers. Hello. I have returned. Hello, hello, hello. Back from the wilderness. <laughs> looking good, though. Looking lean. Looking mean. Looking yes, keen. It has been a, a bit of a, a short absence, but um, I just wanted to know, have you heard the good word of our Lord Jesus Christ? <laughs> oh, no. No. I haven't. I don't like it. Oh. It's not for me, I'm afraid. <laughs> Nothing it? against everyone else out there, but sorry, it's yeah, not yeah, for me. Yeah. Good way to start the podcast. My skin is burning, by the way. <laughs> the blaspheme is taken over me. It's all these powerful LED lights we've got around the place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm getting sunburnt. Mm. Cool, solid. No, good to be back and good to see your faces. Um, good to see your feces. Mm, sorry about that. I didn't flush it. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm my okay. bad. It's a piece of furniture now. It's just, uh, you know, it's a good cup holder. Mm. Just put my cup right in there. Oh, man. That caffeine is going. Yeah, we, we uh, experienced... Pepsi Max Vanilla for the first time today. Do you today. mean Bepis? <laughs> Bepis? It's not too bad. I like you didn't like it, nah. but I'm a sugar fiend and it's fake sugar, but I'm all about it. Tastes like, uh, what did we say? Chupa Chups? Mm. No, cola. Cola Chupa Chups? Yeah. I'll eat anything if it's vanilla flavored. It almost tastes it like a um, a spider without the ice cream oh, in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. You know, I just let the, the whiteness flow through me. <laughs> it's a little racist. <laughs> Against us white people, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn whiteies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, vanilla Pepsi Max, not for me. Not for you? Well, you're missing out. What is for you? What about Coke, no sugar? Are you into that? No, I want Oh, sugar. you're into no, Coke life. Zero. Hang on a second. Coke zero. But, None of this Coke, no sugar But he was bullshit. into Coke life. He, he thought Coke life was a, good, was a good thing. Oh, it tastes okay, but you can't beat the OG full strength. You know? oh, if you're no, going to die, do something you love. <laughs> I, I know. Like... I remember when I did the transition of like Coke to vanilla Coke. I remember when vanilla Coke was new and I was like, no, no, I don't don't want anything about it. And then like, I'm assuming it's like what your first hit of like probably cocaine or heroin. Um, Like when I drank my first vanilla Coke. That's like your requiem for a dream. Oh (laughs) yeah. Like fucking the eye pupils. I stole my grandmother's TV. It was like. Mm. Coke does that to you. I tell you what though, you can't beat a bit of Kirk's Decido, you know? Yeah, Pasito with the little two cans oh. on the on the can, purple yeah. can. Kirk's Pasito right. is the is the absolute taste of Australian summer. Mm. I think so. I think yeah, it's very valid. Like getting around in the VL Commodore. Our yeah. overseas people won't uh, have a basic understanding of the that taste of like mm. the passion fruit tropical taste. Oh yeah, summertime in your mouth all the time. Mm. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't enjoy it as much. Uh, one occasion where I got intoxicated on Pasito and vodka, then proceeded to eat Krispy Kreme donuts and vomited oh. the whole thing up. Well, they're essentially what red bears are. 
and the yeah, Red Bears. Yeah. I'm a big sucker. Red Bears were my uh, gateway into teenage binge drinking. Passion fruit vodka. The old passion fruit Red Bears. <laughs> yeah, just like, is. you know. It's like a cheap UDL. Oh, okay. I like mm. UDL. Our parents' memories of their childhood is like, oh, we would play with our bikes in the street and ours is just dying in a field from drinking too much vodka. Lemon Ruskies. I remember too, um, when we'd be especially sort of trying to be manly as young young youths, we'd have a bottle of JD and a two-litre Coke and you'd do mouthful of JD, mouthful of Coke chaser and then sort of pass it around the circle and you'd just knock down a 700 of the... Uh, bourbon or the whiskey or whatever we had at the time nice you know, in about 10 15 minutes and then you were done known as the kuma o-ring tornado that's it that's it shout out to my boys down in c-town um Where yeah and someone would always stuff. have a cigar and everybody would be fighting over how you're supposed to smoke the cigar and the cigar smokes you that's that's the the proper way of smoking a cigar. i think every smoking implement smokes you in the end isn't that right brendan <laughs> yeah because smoking is bad smokers and okay. jokers Unless you're, you know, 420ing it up, then I'm like, dab, dab. <laughs> Blaze it. Dab on the haters, yeah. Speaking of blazing, what else you guys been doing? It's been it's been a couple of weeks since we uh, hit the stewed. Yeah. Life getting in the way again, so apologies out there, listeners. I know we've been pretty inconsistent as of late. It's just that time of year. Got packs, got life, got it all happening. Yeah. So we're back. I had a health scare. Curbs had a health scare. <laughs> Do you know if we're going to talk about that or not? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It's like, that's part of the reason why I was gone. Mm. But uh, yeah, I'm still here. Still still kicking. Can't get rid of me yet. No. Uh, I'm okay. We've got right. some, As uh, I said, you're looking good. Thank you. Yeah. Overlaying uh, game games of, that we've been playing a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, we don't have a, a huge slate of, of new titles to announce that we've been playing apart from one or two, but there's been a lot more PUBG. Yes. Sadly, yes. Chicken Dinner Watch is still alive and well in my life. I've, I think, I've notched about sixty odd hours in this game now, and still no chicken dinners. It's it, yeah. not one. Yeah, I am not actually one. disappointed for you. We need to get the fans out there if we've got a pro player that can actually guide you through. I played with two pro players in Rage the other night in a squad, and we still didn't win. Like, I, I get messages and people going, "Yeah, I'll get you chicken dinner." I get them all the time. So I've jumped on with with Brent with Ben, with Nasi, with Rach and her crew, with a couple of professional King CS players that also play a little pub, and I'm just cursed. Chicken is not in my cards, it, it just seems. makes me hungry. I just, oh. I want, I feel like I want traditional red roast chicken. Oh, red yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that stuff is nasty, but so, so good. good. So good when it or sweats. shout out to Seven Hills uh, um, Shopping Mall, Chicken King. Yeah, guys, the man. <laughs> Uh, but I got a chicken dick and dinner recently. Everybody I know has I them but me. Did you say chicken dick and dinner? I got a chicken I think dick and right chicken now. chicken and dinner at the same time and it just came out just chicken Talk dick. Talk about bacock. And there we go. But I'm loving this game. I'm loving Fog Map. Ah, yes. Loving that Silent Hill vibe. I'm all up in that because that general feeling of unrest and tension is even more prevalent it when you play like that fog map. The only I thing know. I like about the fog map is you don't have to worry about like people sniping you from God knows where. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm oh, okay. I'm into that. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't get this game because I thought you guys would be like, I would be the guys like, hey guys, I got PUBG. And you're like, um, we're we playing, playing Fortnite that. now. Yeah, we, <laughs> we started playing Destiny like a week ago. Rewind like, the tapes of the who podcast. Who are you, mate? 
And yeah, I was all about it and I was trying to get everyone else on it because mm. I knew it was going to be fun. Yeah. So I will get it now. Hells is to the years old. Yeah, it is. It is fantastic. Fog map is great. Playing with a whole slew of personalities out there brings all the fun, all the tension. And there's nothing scarier than being in the fog map, out in one of those cornfields, trying to see 50 meters in front of you <laughs> and just... Because there's no there's no sort of soundtrack on the fog map as well. It's just dead silence and just hear well, the wind. You, yeah, you've and, got the wind in the background, oh. and that that's what puts me on edge. And then if your friend, if you're with a teammate and you, they move, you're like, what was that? Like, oh, I was yeah. just walking. Yeah, it's like being in Silent Hill or the Mist. Yeah, the Mist. I was gonna say sounds like the. It mist. is so good, and um, yeah, I, I guess we could just throw it in here instead of worrying about it in the news. They hit 1.8 million concurrent players the other day, which is fucking insane so is this esports yet or yeah they've they've, they've got tawnies going and stuff yeah, like intel's still, doing one it's um, still early access the game so there is still bugs and i just don't understand how they can actually justify some kind of like legitimized competition on a i'm not gonna say a broken game but like it's a, not polished eh? yeah it's it's not mm. it's not regular it's not consistent so mm. i just don't know how they can justify yeah doing mm. a Doing a comp. Well, it's only a matter of time before Microsoft or someone buys it like they did with Minecraft. I, I wish Microsoft, like, they've got obviously the timed exclusivity. It's going to be dropping on the Xbox One S and X at the end of by the end of this year. I, if I was Microsoft, I'd just throw whatever amount of money at um, Blue Hole and, and Player Unknown to get this thing just on there forever. Yeah. Like, fuck Sony off altogether. Exclusivity. Because it would move some units. But I don't, I don't think this game is an Xbox game. I think it is a primarily a PC game. We're, we're going to have some, mm. some actual words um, from hands-on time that we can talk about next episode. Because Benny, Benny 8-Bit Man of the People, he is at EB Expo as we speak. And ah. it's playable on the show floor up there on the Goldie. Oh, yeah. So I've told him to do what he can to get in there and get some time. Because I want to see how it translates to controller from, from keyboard and mouse. Oh, I'm sure it'll be all right. I don't know how I'd feel about the sniping in it. I don't know because obviously people do that in COD and everything. Yeah. But in on PC and you have to kind of follow the snipe. Mm. So I'm not too sure like how lead they, your shots. And yeah, things exactly. You mean. So follow follow it through is kind of thing. So well, Xboxes are compatible with keyboard and mouse now, so people yeah. might just be using that. Oh no, that isn't fair. That it's, isn't it's fair. No, I'll, I'll be rocking my um my Elite controller. Like I'm excited. Like I tried to play, as some of the listeners know, I tried to to break into PUBG on PC by using an Xbox One controller and doing custom key mapping. Sadly, mm. it didn't translate the way I hoped, and I was very shit. Mm. I'm still shit, but less shit now on <laughs> keyboard and mouse. But um, No, you did pretty yeah. good. We watched you um, get no to that second as, place. So no one's going to be as shit as I will be. I will just be like... <laughs> to any person that's starting this game, it's going to be daunting. Mm-hmm. You're going to think that you're shit and you shouldn't play it. But trust me, just keep playing it. Keep trying it. Don't take it so seriously as well. No. Have fun with it and just keep learning what works for you. It, it, yeah. it gets fun. Don't give up on Have it. Have fun and Let's be sure to so. communicate. Be sure to talk out what you're seeing or mm-hmm. if, if you're picking up loot, like say, hey, I'm getting, you know, who needs a, uh, who needs an upgrade on their helmet, on their backpack, on their, on their vest, ammo levels, like little things like that that sound a little bit sort of tedious, but it's easy to do, but it's going to help out because you're, you're playing as a, t- unless you're obviously playing solo. Mm. If you're duos or squads. Yeah, don't give that to your enemy. Yeah. Cohesion amongst you and your teammates is key. Also, a very important thing to do, especially when you're in a team, is if you've got a team member out the front, just shoot near his feet and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nice. Mm. That's evil. Yeah. <laughs> I expect nothing Keep him on his toes. You. But um, <laughs> that literally. PUBG, loving it, loving it, loving it. Mm. Um, 
we tackled some of the well you've 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 ran a bit of the raid in destiny 2 already but yeah. um i i had my uh destiny 2 raid cherry taken last night mm. well this was the first time me playing it with some kind of direction mm. so last the only time i tried was blind and god that's the most horrible thing in the world it was it was great yeah so with direction it is so much fun with guidance it's yeah. great i really enjoyed it i love the stealth element in the um Pleasure in the pleasure garden yeah. where you're sort of skulking around Which is never with big purple yeah. glowing balls yep um and there's like blind impaired like attack dogs and things like that it's it's such a great break from sort of main game for destiny 2 where it's constantly mm. just shoot every bullet you have in your collection at enemies where this is don't fire don't move quick skulk around stay hidden communicate as a team yeah communication like so everyone says like of course that's in a raid kind of thing but like this one seems just so important like yeah. that you guys have to let each other know but we had a lot of fun mm. like a lot of fun like i was expecting when we decided we we're gonna do it again um that it was still going to be very like anxious. And Everyone was going wipes. to be on edge. Yeah. And lots of wipes as well, but we had so much fun. We, we screwed around. We, you know, yeah, we no. didn't finish. We, we had, yeah, we didn't finish. We, they said we got about two thirds through, mm-hmm. which isn't bad for a first run. Like we did the pleasure Sep, gardens. Seppi and I were noobs. And we did uh, the bath, the bath, is it, was it called the bath? I think it's just the bathhouses. Yeah. And um, we almost completed the gauntlet. Mm. So, yeah, I, we got through quite a bit and we yeah. enjoyed it. it yeah, was it's, fun. it's Very super good. fun and it's such a great break from standard Destiny or mm-hmm. Destiny 2, like, as I said, instead of just mowing down wave after wave of enemies, the fact that you need to have a bit of tact mm. and the communication thing, like Benny and Steve are sort of guiding us around the Pleasure Garden because they're at a high vantage point. They can see where these attack dogs or guard dogs are sort of patrolling and they're sort of, no, go around this rock, stop, wait, you know, now go quick. And, like, it was... Great, that little stealth element in there just really breaks up main game. Yeah. Um, I'm still severely undergeared. I think I'm about 285. We do need to boost you up. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's great. It's it's certainly standing uh, the test of time. Mm-hmm. Um, there is still a lot of polarizing opinions on Destiny 2 out there. A lot of people, yeah. it isn't for them. Oh, it's, 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 it's just glorified DLC from Destiny 1. No, it's not. It's just a re- rebranding. Yeah, which is, you know, it's it's... All the good things from Destiny 1 with a lot of improvements in all the areas where it needed some more polish or some more That's meat. That's what you want. That's yeah. what you want. It's just people are never happy. Like, oh, yeah. Internet. Yeah. Gaming. Yeah. Yeah. No, loving it, loving it, loving it. Yes. Well, I have played my game of the year. Ooh. Yeah. It's Cuphead. I Now, I don't know if listeners remember, but way back when, when we were constantly keeping on track when this was going to be released you were a big fan of it and you just could not wait to get your hands on it yeah Yeah, you've been flying this flag for the better part of near two years and i tell you what it has definitely delivered uh i picked it up this week and i've already logged about maybe 15 hours in it (laughs) um how's your death count going oh it's up there (laughs) i could use that as a fan like and is that a deterrent? Like, because I also know you've been playing it, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. a deterrent for you guys? Like Absolutely that, no? not, because uh, respawning is so quickly is so quick. Yeah, the, the load times in this game is fantastic, and uh, it's such a rewarding game because it's. I mean, you know, you would buy games when you were a kid, and it was the entire package. It had Easter eggs. It had 
you know, gear and it had all, all the story and the adventure and, and everything was just in one neat little package. You didn't need DLC, you didn't need updates, you didn't need this, that and the other. And Cuphead for me is a callback to that because you load up the game, you start it, away you go and you're playing the level almost straight away and it's like, yeah, you die a lot if you don't know what you're doing. Um, nah, even when you do know what you're doing, I die a lot. <laughs> but, but but the thing is, is like each time I've played it, I've gained like 20 meters in the platform and then died mm. and then gained another 20 meters and then died and then another 20 meters. So when you eventually do get to the end, you feel so accomplished, mm. you know, and it's like there's all these great elements in there. It's not just a platformer. It's like they've got RPG elements in there as well. Yeah, where you, you know, can, you know, you can go, level go up see your gear. Uh, pork rind at the shop and, yeah. and, and level up your HP or your attacks. Yeah, yeah. Like so that. it adds that element to it as well. And like, obviously, you know, there's a kind of a storyline, but it's not really... The story's great. Like, It's not, it's not really story it's, it's focused. Just a, it's just a couple of cells um, or, or sort of fixed fix scenes when you play as Cuphead and, and his mate... Um, Mug. Yeah, mug, mugman. Yeah, cuphead, mugman. I was going to say jugman for some reason, but that's probably another whole different game there. <laughs> that's their sleazy friend. But um, you know, they they decide to head out from home and they they roll into this casino. Yeah. They're, they're absolutely crushing the craps table, and then the devil just so happens to own this casino. Says, you know, we'll give you one roll if you win on this. You win every dollar in this yeah. casino. Naturally, they roll snake eyes. Their souls get given to the devil. They beg for their souls back, and he's like, okay, well. If, if you go out and, and sort of um, get all these get outstanding souls, debts yeah. from all these, just so happens it's the bosses within the game, mm. they, ah. they, they owe money back to the casino. You've got to go defeat them, get their soul back on these contracts. Then you you and uh, and Mugman get get your souls back in the end. So there's What a sinister story. Yeah. It's it such is, a, yeah. what looks like a Disney game. Yeah. It's the opposite. It's dark as like, you know, when there was that uh, that episode, that famous episode of Tom and Jerry where... Uh, Tom ties Jerry to the train tracks and then just walks away. Mm. And that's the end of the episode. It's got like that grim cartoon thing of like, oh, okay, yeah, we're all at war mm. and the plague and, you know, huh. the depression. That's that's us. So <laughs> speaking about Disney and style, like I've only watched a few videos of it. Like it looks amazing. Yeah, it How is, does yeah. it play with this kind of hand-drawn style? Oh, it plays so, flawlessly. so beautiful. You know, there's yeah. absolutely no lag and no... Um, glitches in it that i found um and you know as the character you've got you know your finger gun which gives you the yeah. bullets your which you just fingers. That, that's finger how bangs. he shoots like that oh. and um you've got your power up which is which is your b button yeah your big big thing um and you've got jumping and you've got something called parry which is like when you jump and you swing off something yeah, it's pretty much anything anything that's pink within the level. Like certain enemies will shoot a projectile. Maybe they're typically black, but it'll transition to pink. You can parry that to boost up your, your super ability. Yeah, oh. or you can parry it to sort of get to certain areas. And then you've obviously got like the the strafe, which is the Y yeah. button. So, so there's actually sort of like strafe across a couple of different of moves, and it makes you utilize every single one to defeat the boss or defeat the level. And it's like, mm. you've got to figure it out as you go. And like, oh, I have to jump, strafe, parry, and then oh, awesome. shoot. To- it, it's intense. Yeah. It is intense. Like one thing maybe I found having strafe as Y and jump as A on, on an Xbox controller. Yeah, so, so top and bottom. Mm. Um, I think the, the mapping of those buttons could probably change a bit to yeah. make it easier. I was going to put the finger gun as the trigger to... Yeah. 
I was thinking that might be a good idea. But yeah, like I just can't stress how fun this game is. It's 30 bucks and uh, it'll be the best fun that you have, you know. 30 bucks, there's three worlds and then the final boss battle. Um, when Obviously, I haven't finished yet, but I'm assuming you're going to battle the devil at the end. Yeah. No doubt he's, he's going to bullshit you and say, hey, you've got all these souls, but I'm keeping yours anyway and mm-hmm. yeah. fight him. I'm into the second world at the moment and I've probably logged maybe seven hours something like that mm. to get into there yeah um i actually have a valuable question mm. as it's very relevant to gaming this was one of those games that we were constantly being told oh we're pushing it back mm-hmm. we're pushing it mm. back we're mm. pushing it back now that it's here now that you've played it with all the pushbacks was it worth it oh i i definitely think so yeah yeah, yeah. um the only thing that I could say is it could be a little bit longer, but that's just me being greedy. Yeah, <laughs> I I, th- I think so. Like originally, this game all it was going to be was boss battles, yeah. so it was just going to be fight this boss, beat him onto the next, onto the next. But mm-hmm. now they've put little sub levels in there where mm-hmm. it is platforming, more run and gun, and then there'll be a standalone boss battle or a boss battle at the end of some of these levels. Mm-hmm. So I like that they've fleshed it out and they've broken it up from just being standard Cuphead running across, jumping up and down platforms like the. The aerial level where you become a little like a the little old timey B fifty two bomber or whatever. And it's like the red baron sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. that level's great because um, so your, your strafe button where you, when you're on on your feet, you typically just sort of strafe across an area, move real quick. You shrink. Yeah. As a plane, so there'll be certain things coming at you, and you know this this the screen is limited. There's so much shit coming at you from everywhere. <laughs> it's like Galaga on in, steroids. On that level. Yeah. yeah. And and you're fighting this this giant blimp lady. And then she, yeah. she's like a, I don't know, she's almost... Like a moon, like an evil moon. Yeah, she's tied into the star signs. She'll turn into Pisces and then they're yeah. shooting these fucking big sun gun turret things yeah. sort of sweep around the screen. Then and she the becomes yeah. the archer, which is Sagittarius, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then at the end, she turns into this big moon and then there's UFOs shooting laser beams from the sky down at you. It's full on. There's so much going on, so much going on the entirety of the time. I could only imagine, like, because... The only thing that I've seen, the boss battle that I've seen, is the mermaid. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. And that was just adorable. She's creepy, though, too. Well... They're all just slightly freaky. It's like, there's no cuteness. It's all just like... uh, Maybe that's just my personal style. (laughs) I found it absolutely adorable. Mm. And, like, such a nod to that, like, that era of cartoon style. Yeah, that sort of 1930s. What was that cartoon with the two woodpeckers? Do you remember that cartoon? No. I know that... Woody Woodpecker. There's Woody Woodpecker. No, not the woodpeckers. They They were crows. They were black crows with orange beaks. Oh, I don't. I have no it's idea. Used to be but like, I like. I, yeah, man. I grew up with like uh, Casper and uh, uh, like what? the old Hanna Barbera stuff and things like well, that. Yeah, like even like before that, like with little Audrey. I don't know if anyone's going to remember little Audrey. Mm. She was kind of like um, you know the little girl cartoons, but like that that era, that style. Heckle and Jekyll. Oh, that's what boy. it was. The crows. Yeah. Um. But seeing that style translate into a game, mm. I'm actually disappointed I haven't jumped on it yet. So, it's great. Um, yeah, thirty bucks for anyone that's little looking, Lulu. Sorry, anyone that's looking yeah. to buy it, especially if they're going to play it on PC, don't buy it from the Steam store. Buy it from the Windows store because it's play anywhere. So if you've got an Xbox as well, you can download it on your PC as well as your Xbox. Oh. So you can play it wherever. Saves are going to carry across. It's so good. It is so beautiful. Like it's one of the prettiest games I think I've seen with the unique art style that's unlike anything out there. Pretty sure it's my game of the year. Just saying. The soundtrack, that jazz old timey soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. The voiceovers, the voice yeah. work on the characters, the crackle on the voice, and 
even just little things like where they show the aging or the era of this game set where the screen's sort of crackly and old timey like yeah. as if you're watching an old film reel from the 30s yeah it is phenomenal mdhr the studio that put this together it's a fairly small studio i think it's family owned there's like five people that are uh, in this they've all got the same surname as well as obviously a slew of other people working there <laughs> that like, makes me so happy presenting cuphead <laughs> but let's hear it boys and girls <laughs> it's so so fucking good like it is one of the best games i've played this year i've played yeah. a lot of good games yeah um once again small team little company mm, pushing out gold yeah and i and i love that microsoft have had a win on the exclusive side because they are usually the beaten down underdogs on that like but for Sony once i want smash ass with exclusives <laughs> for once i want it to be on all consoles just so i can tell more people to buy it <laughs> i want switch i was about to say it'd translate perfectly to switch yeah i'm like when i heard it came out i'm like oh i'll get it on the switch it's like it's not out on the switch I'm like yeah not yet what? it'll come out I, sure. I, don't, I, I don't think unless they get offered a big bucket of money from nintendo i think microsoft uh. are going to keep this under lock and key because this is getting a lot of good press it's 88 percent on metacritic um it's pretty well flawless scores on the steam store really hope there's um, going to be a dlc yeah maybe Boy. there'll be an offshoot with Mugman doing his own stuff because mm. obviously what about Jugman though Jugman, yeah that's coming too <laughs> jugs mckenzie yeah that's that's the evening special but um it's so good so good i'm excited to try and play the local co-op where we yeah. have cuphead and, and Mugman on the screen yeah, yeah. Um, i was listening to michael and tegan from reset talk about their Experience. Michael's already got a Cuphead t-shirt and I'm so fucking jealous. Yeah. Like, where the fuck did you get that from, Michael? Don't know. I'm going to take it off your beautiful, supple body and <laughs> wrap it around my face. But um, they mentioned that it gets almost too chaotic doing the local cop oh. because there's just too much going on oh, and yeah. trying to talk and sort of have that cohesion between the two. I come killing this, you get there to hit, um, you know, do the slap on that that pink bullet to level up your ult. Like, it's... It's but almost too, good, right? too much rush. Amateurs. It's good. Like, it's, at least if you're a single player and then once you've, like, kind of perfected that and then, oh, well, multiplayer is a whole other mm. ball game. But one thing they did say is similar to the, the new Super Mario Bros. game on Wii U where if you died, you know, have you, you just come back as a little bubble and you can sort of not come back into the game oh, and just yeah. float through this. Because you know how when your partner dies, yeah. you're a ghost and you jump up and slap them and they come back to life. Mm. Tegan also said that it's almost easier for her just to die and just sort of float through as the ghost and let Michael do it all because it just got too busy. <laughs> so I'm curious to see how that does translate into me. game. Um, but yeah, MDHR absolutely knocked this out of the park. 30 bucks, drop drop money on it now. Like mm. It is so, so good. Love it. I'll have to get on it. So it good. The amazing cuphead. Just everything is done to perfection mm. with a high level of detail. And I bought the soundtrack. Huh. Um, they actually bought. They had. They released it in like this limited edition box, and it's four records. Oh wow! Records. Yeah, I don't have a record player. I was about to say, where's your record player? <laughs> yeah, but I got got it coming from the states, which I'm excited for. That's nice, awesome. Nice, um, nice. But yeah, other than that, I haven't been playing much else. Um, I went and watched Flatliners. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is what it is. Original's better. Oh, I was about to say what, like, because my mind straight went straight mm. to the original. But old Kiefer makes a cameo in the oh, new no, one. Oh no! Don't make a, me watch it now. He's a medical, like he's the medical professor, um, <laughs> in in this uh, reboot. I watched Mother as well! Exclamation point! Oh, is that the this very controversial one yeah. where, where some people are ragging out on it and other people are like, you just need to wa- like think. Yeah, Jen- Jennifer Lawrence, Javier Bardem, um, Javier, Javier. <laughs> Bardem. 
please cut my uh, hair. It is. Like, the back it is a watch. Is like the, the first like the two, front. the first two um, acts are very <laughs> slow and plodding, mm. and but the third act just goes from zero to a million. Yeah. And holy shit, the the imagery, like there's so much reference to religion and God and Mother Earth and destruction of earth by humanity humanity and all this it's that's not where i thought it was going it's intense like if i knew what the movie was going to be like before i went in like i was talking to rachel after we watched it and um we would have just said we probably would have just waited to download it or stream it later so it's a yeah it's a kind of cuddle on the couch and just watch kind of movie but not even a cuddle you almost sit there just confused and then disgusted at the end like we walked out and we're like what did we just watch I don't want to go into spoilers, especially for that final act, but it is just the movie turns on its head. But wow. everyone some, should watch it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. Like That's a response. I, you, you know, usually you can watch a film and come out of it with Completion. a pretty good understanding or like have a good grasp of what you just processed. But afterwards, we were driving home and we're like, this what do you think of that i don't know i don't I understand. like movies no, like that good, then. i think that's good uh, that's a movie. yeah i think it was just too heavy-handed with trying to go down this religious route and there's this i don't know it's just it was very unsettling at the end and i was just like praise jesus yeah that's a shame i think a movie that like has you like questioning mm. and like thinking as after yeah. you left like mm. I but it, it wasn't thinking or questioning in a good way where you're like hungry for information uh, so it, kind of more just like oh what the fuck yeah it was oh. like that it wasn't like holy shit i need to go research this and understand that and this oh, okay. i was just like that part confused me i i can't even see the subtext here but yeah it's unlike anything i've seen in quite quite some time Shame. Mm. speaking of movies um for anyone that's in the sydney area um, I'm going to be attending the Ritz Cinema on That's this coming fancy. Friday the 13th uh, for the Graveyard Shift 80s Horror Marathon. Uh, what have they got on, on the dial? On original 35mm film, oh, they're gosh. showing Near Dark and Reanimator. Oh, I haven't watched Reanimator in years. <laughs> and a 2K digital restoration of Nightmare on Elm Street and Poltergeist. Ooh, okay. So, so twenty five bucks for four films, and the Ritz Cinema is an incredible place. It is, um, uh, you know, completely uh, restored cinema from the Art Deco era, and it's still got the red velvet seats, the original popcorn machines, and yeah, that's a it's a Bioshock cinema, and they have five dollar valet parking, which I think is pretty awesome. Mm. A lot of good food parking. around there too. So I love valet parking. If really? you're looking for a cool date in Sydney for Do Friday the thirteenth. Take your sweetheart, boys and ghouls, to the uh, 80s horror marathon at the Ritz Yuck. Cinema. Fucking <laughs> advertise. Yeah. That's right, boys and girls. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Don't forget to visit the candy bar. <laughs> Pick yourselves up a lollipop. Oh, All right. Gosh. Miss Hart, what else have you been doing? You've been playing or. Uh, anything else? Well, apart from like just grinding out Destiny and all the other jazz, I actually. I'm a fan of a series that's called uh, Cook, Serve, Delicious. And on my true fashion, it's a cooking-based game. No tits. So, um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm Not yet. <laughs> Lost interest. Uh, I guess so. I guess there's an opportunity for a bonus level. Let I me guess. know when there's titty cooking 12. Then I'm into it. <laughs> Senran Kagura. Um, but it's, a, it's just a general like cooking game. It's on PC. It's on Steam. Um, played the first one and loved it. It's essentially you're running your own business. And it's mostly like 
customer service i don't know why i this is the thing like a lot of people (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people get baffled even i'm baffled of why i like these games like you run a restaurant you have to like pre-prep food so like one of them i have to cook pretzels pre-prep pretzels Ooh, okay i'm sold on pretzels so yeah but not so it's like kitchen nightmares game i guess it is kind of kind of like that but you're okay the one baffling thing is is that you're running a restaurant and you're the only person that works there apparently the other thing is that i love is that in this game you not only do you serve people but you have to flush a toilet Okay. Yeah. yeah, I have to clean the toilets. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like... So they don't flush visual, after you. Visualize this, right? I've just served you a like, pretzel. I go and flush a the toilet. Then I come and serve another chocolate-covered pretzel. Oh, do, you, do you wash your hands each time? As it's, all it's employees sanitize. should. It's sanitized. It's sanitized. Just hand sanitized. See, I don't know if I can trust there. that. I think I need proper mm. washing. But the other thing is, is you clean roach traps. You do the garbage. And it's well, this like is what people do in restaurants, Ali. I well, is... okay. And then, like, that's the baffling thing is why do I enjoy this game about customer service? <laughs> See, this is not about customer service. This is about organization. And okay, this... I, I, I do. I hate that this is me, but I think that's it. I think I love doing that. things in a certain sequence and cleaning and you know all of that. You it's think like, this is life skills? This is well, no. It's just uh, you know I think. Because I know Ali quite well, I think she's she's just into that organization. Like, if there was a game where you could, I don't know, Run build something. IKEA furniture. <laughs> I would, I if there was a VR game where you could build <laughs> IKEA furniture and you had all the tools laid out in front of you in a perfectly set out workspace, it would just be Ali's favorite game. Yeah, it's true. But I, yeah, I don't understand why I love these games. Because like, um, what's the other cooking game that came out that we all wanted? Overcooked. Yeah, which is on the Switch now too. I love that game. And like, I was playing it with my partner and he hates it. That's like a cross between Cooking Mama and serve the serving game from iPhone, isn't it? Where it's like, you, it's all time-based yeah. or something. Yeah, like, like, like yeah. he doesn't hate it, but it's like the whole, like, like you have to do it in this order and this process and all that sort of stuff. Like it kind of like, it gets on a frustrating level. But for me, I'm just like, yes, yes. yes! Cooking mama is very satisfying. When she puts a eggplant in front of you and you're slicing it and she's mm. saying, perfect, 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 perfect. When you're getting the perfect eggplant slices, you're like, I'm an adult mm. and I'm doing well at something. <laughs> it's like, it does make you feel accomplished as a human. But when you stuff one up, you're like, Oh, I must stab myself. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to double back a little bit. I was down in Canberra and um, I was watching my two little sisters play a cooking game on the, on the Wii and oh, it was yeah. just that. And they were in like, I don't know, Restaurant Hero or whatever the hell. I can't remember what the game was. But um, yeah, Maddie was was sort of cutting cutting the, the lettuce and the tomato and, and she'd be perfect, perfect, perfect. But then she'd get like a bad and then she'd be like, no, nah, I'm starting again. She'd oh throw that God. tomato away, get another Sorry. one down. She's so, going to be a true life perfectionist because of this damn game. But it is. It's like... For me, it's so rewarding. But yeah. the other funny thing about this game is, is the things that you can um, offer people. Like in the first one, you'd be running the place and you like, you set your menu and like you put beer on the menu and then you start the day off 9am. It's like the first customer walks in, it's like beer, please. Mm-hmm. And you're like, the fuck is this restaurant? Uh, like- <laughs> it would have been out in the country. I remember the pub in this town where I spent a lot of time as a kid, 60 population in the immediate vicinity and then surrounding farms. The pub would open up at nine and there'd be people there waiting for it to open and there'd be cannon on from, yeah, 9.01. I think that's what you do when you retire in somewhere like that. Some of these were still just farmers, but like they'd get up at the crack, do their bits, 
to the pub at nine, be drunk by 11. I guess when you're a farmer, though, you're up at like 4 a.m. Yeah. So maybe technically as the day goes, that's so your early? lunchtime. There's so much time in the day. Just wake up at nine. Because the sun and the heat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they get all like the, the farm I duties at done for farm advice. <laughs> yeah, true, true. No, they get it all done when it's cooler, or you know, still people sleeping, so they can get all their their whatever that you know whatever farming they're doing, whether it be animal or all that farming stuff, or sort of. Um, it's gonna be good when we have robots. Mm. <laughs> but all them farmers are gonna be out of jobs. Robot yeah, farmers. No, just straight up, just like mm. yeah, no more farms. Yeah. All right, Robot so cows. I guess that that wraps up nicely what's been going on. Mm. Playing a few games. Um, should we jump into some news? We should. This week's news headlines. The first one, which is probably the biggest bit of news that's come out in the in the last little while, Rockstar finally uh, released the second trailer for Red Dead Redemption Two. Showed some some wah, gameplay. Wah, showed wah. some characters. Didn't give away too much, but obviously gave away a lot more than the first first sort of trailer they had where it was just sprawling vistas mm. and all that mm. what do you think did you just watch it are you yeah, any it. more or less excited i'm about the same really i'm just like yeah hurry up like <laughs> well, yeah well like i'm i was already overly excited so i don't know if i can change mm. the that the thing is is like we know what it is yeah so we've got, but got everyone's a like everyone's like debunking it and yeah. everyone's tearing it apart and i'm about that yeah so <laughs> prequel to original red dead um focusing on on dutch and, and his sort of band of outlaws no no sighting of john marston so far no and um, apparently everyone seems to think that that there's a scene in that trailer where that guy says something about some to some kid about his mum. yeah, yeah. She and look, every- I'll, I'll put her in black john. again or whatever which yeah typically and everyone is seems morning. to miss could screw who that is so yeah. apparently that's not his kid and stuff so yeah there, there's some rumor mill going on that this game's going to jump from sort of the past to the to sort of being able to play as john marston also in the present from from red dead redemption then jump into the future where you play old will marston damn um but that that's just you know Theories. internet grain of salt yeah but uh one thing that i really liked was the bow and arrow Bit of, bit of stealth, bit of hunting. I don't, I don't know if I that that really made me as excited as it did for some people. Um, I don't know. Is it needed? I think game? so. I, I like that little stealth element. Obviously, they they show a lot more animal interaction. Bloody bears coming at you and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, so so clearly there'll be a lot more killing and skinning of, of animals. Mm. Um, I want to ride a bear. That'd be cool. Imagine taming a bear. Maybe you can tame it with this bow. Who knows? Probably not. But that's a very aggressive way to tame something. Mm-hmm. But um, it looked great. <laughs> looked Ask them gorgeous. Russians, they know how to do it. The draw distance on some of the the sort of video that they showed, um, where they're looking over sort of mountaintops and ridge lines and sort of going through the the wilderness, flowing rivers and all that, it, it looks gorgeous, like rock star. Absolutely, looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And the best part of it, especially being like with rock star, is that you've got these beautiful landscapes and they stay true to form based in the time period in that mm-hmm. American like Wild West you know it's going to be a big map. You know it's going to be a travelable map. Yeah. You know it's going to be like you're going to be going here and there and then you have your free roam. Like I know it sounds so simple and pathetic to some people, but I love that. That was yeah. like my favourite thing, just exploring. Mm. That and then just the, the soundtrack that they attached to the oh, original yeah. Red Dead. Like yeah. I've got it on my iPod. Like I'll, I'll play it in my car sometimes. Just when you're out in the Audi. Yeah. You know, just 
Want to be I, a lonesome cowboy. When I'm drive, driving way out in the Wild West, heading out and sort of... Uh, Penrith. Out in the Roofway or Watch out past Richmond. <laughs> you know? Get off my land, boy. Chuck my little 10-gallon hat on and just sort of drive. Is that a 10-gallon hat or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Sadly, it's just a hat. <laughs> Not that, that impressive. I don't have a chode that big. Um, yeah. Yeah. But um, it looks great. It's still scheduled to come out sort of in the first half Chicken of 2018. Dick. Uh, no doubt we're going to be seeing a lot more. Maybe we might see something at um, uh, PSX coming up soon because obviously Rockstar again have sort of hitched their wagon to Sony for a few exclusives nice and, pun. Nice pun. and a few bits and pieces. So we might I see a little bit more, that. maybe maybe some hands-on, maybe mm. a live demo on, on stage. Mm, wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. But it looks good. Rockstar, they, they have such a high level of care with these franchises. And the fact that they did come out early and say, hey, we're going to push this game back six months just mm. to give it that polish it deserves. Fair enough. Take as much time as you want. Well, yeah, I think if, if you've only got one style of game, which is the open world sandbox, that mm. that's the only hey, thing, right? you never played Rockstar Presents Table Tennis, all right? Well, and no. I secretly hope that comes back because I played a lot. I think that, that was like a, a <laughs> side project. But if, you, but if you're going to dedicate your whole company to one style of game, you want to be the best at it, and they are. Mm. So uh, it doesn't surprise me at all that they're perfect at this so mm. you can imagine just like describing it to someone as gta but in the world west like well it's <laughs> essentially what all the games are like you know la noir is gta in the 40s but you're a cop and uh you know gta is gta but except one, thing- one one time you're a you know black rapper guy and Ooh. One yeah. thing i want to bring up just about this whole trailer release is how are we feeling about the new trend in not just gaming but also in movies announcing an announcement trailer. Like, it's oh. a bit on the nose. It is a little. <laughs> a trailer coming soon. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. Watch out for this date. Mm. This date we're going to announce a trailer. I, I trailer think, of a trailer. I think I prefer the, the other route where, like, like, obviously Beyonce nailed it the best, where there was no hype, there was no announcement. It's just like, by the way, my album's available right now. And I, then, then yeah. they sold like boatloads, so, immediate excitement and anticipation. I like that route Ball where out. it's this overnight sort of guerrilla marketing where it's like, bam, here it is, get excited. I think that does have a better like reaction time mm. because we are just, in it. Yeah. yeah, we're in impatient. The, yeah, we're in a generation of impatience and the years of just like, we want it here, we want mm. it now. And for the love of God, do not let gamers ponder on something. Yeah, like, so they just pick it apart mm, and like, then it's like gets overhyped and then anticlimactical and yeah, I'm with you on that. Mm. Case in points like Death Stranding. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> two two hype trailers. This game's going to be out in another two, three years, maybe more. The game when it finally comes out is going to be like some naked guy, Norman Reedus, like pulling balloons from his ass and like <laughs> trying to throw them at playing cards on top of a, you know, unicorn mountain or some shit. Wow. And it's like... I'm going to be really disappointed if we don't get that game now. (laughs) Take my money, Kojima Productions. I can't wait for South Park to do their Death Stranding episode. That's going to be great. I'm surprised they haven't already. Ah, They've been caught up doing a lot of other other great episodes, I must Mm. say. Mm. These recent ones are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And just that recent trailer they did for the game, just taking shots at Kanye and his video game about his deceased mother. Holy shit. I haven't seen that, but yeah, when I heard that, I'm like, oh gosh. Hunt down that trailer where where Kanye is the gay fish is trying to take his gay fish mother to Valhalla because she's (laughs) passed away and she's riding a unicorn and all this. Oh my God. Maybe that's their metaphor for Death Stranding. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, but anyone that hasn't seen that trailer, obviously it drops in 10 days. It's out on the 17th, Um, but check that trailer out. South Park, the fractured butthole oh. is going to be great. I thought it was still on Red Dead. I'm like, <laughs> 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 I just had a heart attack. 
speaking of heart attacks, if you wanted to buy a virtual bandana in uh, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, you better be ponying up a cheeky $1,000 hairs. What the fuck? Yeah, so there's there's a lot of um, currency slash revenue streams attached to this game indirectly, obviously. You get uh, loot boxes. Uh, mm. Some of them, especially if you're early adopters, you mm. got like a founder's pack. And if you held on to that prior to not opening it, they're worth, I think they're worth alone, maybe a couple of grand now. They t- attach these to random events as well so you can get unique loot, whether it be a bandana, jackets, pants, boots, shoes, yeah. boots, glasses, a whole heap of just ancillary shit that means nothing in-game apart from the look. <laughs> um, but ju- just like a lot of these other games on Steam, like a CSGO, you know, skins for, for weapons and things like that, the money behind it, the gambling attached behind it, or this sort of fluctuating stock market is just getting nuts. It's unbelievable. Like, it is $1,000 for a digital scarf. Yeah. It does nothing. You don't physically hold that in your yeah. hand. A thousand dollars. But it's like if you're gonna wear one, it just shows you off as this baller. To people well, that's um, our friend Seppi from Two Gamers One PC. He has all that gear, and he has the jacket in particular. And he says the jacket is the one that gets the most attention. So sometimes he just drops yeah. it in the lobby. People rush for it. Yeah, it's like how, some of these parts were the several hundred cost? dollars, man. Uh, yeah, I think several. Yeah, a few hundred so sounds he, about did right. Did he pay that much for it? No, no like he got not. it from a random drop. Oh, like you okay. get them from random, and you know it might be one percent chance it was the, and stuff like that. The, I think it was like a pre the pre order yeah. loot box. Yeah, so I think he got the shoes. I think he's got the scarf and the um and the then the jacket from what I remember. Oh no, he doesn't have the shoes anymore. I think he took advantage of that. Um, yeah, but yeah, like like but really like the attention like a thousand dollars. That's a lot of chicken McNuggets. I I know a lot of people that have <laughs> have earned a tidy profit on this um one of the guys we were playing with the other day he's, he's sort of he's handled spooks and he bought like I, i'm completely sort of throwing the numbers incorrectly around here but i think he had like 100 or 200 pairs of, of a specific type of pants and he bought them at eight cents each or whatever and then he sold them the other week for 38 cents each like 200 <laughs> of these so so he made 400 percent profit they only made might have made like 100 or 200 bucks but there's this sort of playing playing the supply and demand thing in this mm. game. Mm. Like, I'll, I'll admit, I'm a sucker. I bought the the blue the sky blue high tops. They cost me five bucks, and I bought the uh, the eight bit purple jacket, which cost me I think eight bucks. But I just wanted them, and now I have them. So, <laughs> and how's that working out for you, lumberjack? Yeah, I don't wear the jacket anymore. <laughs> um, I still wear the kicks, I'm and, just and be I naked. wear and I wear flannies. I pretty much just dress like I dress in real life in the game. Chuck a beanie on. Even in hot weather, I'll chuck a beanie on. Oh, yeah, I, I'm exactly the same. A mm. dirty white tank top and no <laughs> shoes. <laughs> but it's it's that's the thing. When, when you play this game or when you sort of adopt these games almost as your gaming life and you're looking at this avatar for hundreds of hours upon hours, you want them to look a certain way. So I understand the attachment. I- <laughs> Okay, like, I know it's a bit, like, of a contradiction from me, especially considering I have paid money for loot boxes in Overwatch. But I think it's just because it, it is such a high, like, $1,000. That's a big this, chunk of change. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, for this one little thing, this it's it's not your overall appearance. It's just the scarf. Yeah. The scarf. Like, and not everyone's going to see it. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I can't comprehend that level. And um, brought up um, CSGO with, the, like, the knives and the guns. Is there any benefit? Like, do no, they work better? It's just, just aesthetics. The look. Just aesthetics. Like, some of them are rare skins that you can't get anymore. Yeah. I know a lot of people that sort of buy and, and you can trade and sort of sell. You can have access to your own sort of store and people can offer you bids. Mm. Um, there's a lot of money to be made in that. And then there's then there's 
sort of the skin gambling where you can gamble the skin <laughs> and then it's sort of almost like a, a number generated dice roll and if mm-hmm. you win you get all those other skins in there so you can either make a heap of money or lose a heap of money super quick like it's it's dicey and they don't regulate it like you just need mummy or daddy's credit card to get an account on there yeah. i've heard horror stories of kids being up 20 grand then being down 50 i've heard them you know bleeding their mum and dad's dry like new form of gambling and yeah because it's not regulated you know these people that open up know csgoskinsgambling.com or whatever the hell they just go yeah attach it in and and they're just riding this wave of money god damn it's terrifying there's a whole subsect there that we could unpack in a lot of detail it's it's really dark and dodgy the underbelly in there but you know i think that's probably a a story for another sure there'll be a new underbelly show featured around that underbelly cs go away probably the only underbelly that involves 12 year olds yeah yeah. Um, <laughs> Sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, let's move on from there. <laughs> um, so Skyrim, mm. the game that will not die, still living on, still kicking goals since you, 2011. You see that person who's able to play Skyrim on the front LCD screen of their Xbox One S? Yeah, he's, he's a legend. Like, <laughs> this game is getting ported to everything. I'm pretty sure Very I saw it ported into one of those smart refrigerators the other day like, <laughs> what is it everywhere. supposed to do when you've had that game and it's such an awesome game and you want the fucking new version yeah of it? I, I want a new Elder Scrolls please Bethesda give it to us no I'm stop saying please give it to me now yeah six years it's a long time between drinks but now they're doing survival mode oh. yeah which I like the idea but it's not enough for me to get back like I'm on these big open world RPGs I'm very singular experience I'll, I'll make my character i'll level them up i'll finish the game I'll, I'll achieve everything i can and then that's it i don't want to go back and start a new character i just have a very strong singular attachment to myself in game x or myself in game yeah. y. that's it i don't want to go back and try another class and another race i just okay, do yeah. the one and done yeah me too but this survival mode sweet like obviously it harkens back to sort of the daisy which is probably one of the the main ones that i guess brought more attention to that survival yeah. mode you'd say where you have to, oh, arc, you know, you have to eat, you have to be warm, you have to be clothed, you have yeah, to sleep. Yeah. Starting to sprinkle that real life element in it. And mm. I think that's cool for Skyrim. I like, I can see where it works. I guess I'm just more disappointed on the, them working on that as opposed to, you know, doing other stuff. Um, I do like the elements that they've added. Um, uh, it, it's also disabled um, fast travel. That's huge. That's not a problem Because that's me. a big map. <laughs> I don't know if I, I've ever told that story on the podcast where when I first started playing Skyrim, um, I couldn't, I didn't know there was fast travel. Oh, no. So I literally walked everywhere. Bless I, your cotton socks. Well, I leveled up pretty well. Mm. And then, yeah, I found out about that man. That's why that guy with the horse and cart is there. Mm. He is the fast travel. Yeah, he's Mr. Fast Travel. Um, but so many spiders. As, as they said, even if you do fast travel, you're going to arrive tired and hungry. So mm. you can't just port and skip time. You're going to wake up and then have to cook and eat and sleep. Yeah. Um, it's great. You said it's in beta. Uh, it, it apparently is currently in beta. So um, I don't know. And I, I think I think you get a two week trial or a ten day free trial, and then after that, it's eight bucks US to yeah. buy this little this little sort of uh, plug in on PC. Yeah, I think they're anticipating it to be rolled out in the next few months anyway. But I don't know. Like like you said, you're not really going to replay it. I think there's a small community of people that actually still get back to it. And then mm. I, I assume the other people are just online. The Like Elder Scrolls Online? I like Elder Scrolls Online, but everyone I played with way back when have all gone. So I just haven't played that game in like a year and a half, That was like years. That was my jam. But unfortunately, when I think they did the beta of that one, um, I heard a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, it got panned pretty heavy. So it stopped me from buying it. Mm. 
it's good it's good it's accessible little little sort of four team sort of raid crew that you roll around in doing all kinds of quests yeah. killing all kinds of things I should maybe I will hmm. maybe, should I roll into it is it's it too cheap. late roll it's cheap and it's not <laughs> it's not pay to play either so they've taken the subscription element out of it you can oh, pay that's right. you can pay 10 bucks a month I think it is and you get um, X amount of, of sort of gold coins and a few other little bits and pieces mm. um, as, well, as well as all the DLC for free but otherwise you can just buy the game one off for about 30 40 bucks mm. and that's it mm. uh, but it lives and dies by who you're playing with if you're doing it solo I mean that's every game isn't you're it you're out of it you're every of game it. but uh, yeah it's dropping on the Switch in November so uh, Elder Scrolls that's still, Skyrim mm. hitting that Swatch Switch is going so good I'm so happy for it so happy for <laughs> Nintendo like a proud dad. Yeah, he's a proud I really dad. am. Like, just I think back to when we unpacked the the sort of Nintendo Treehousey based event in January, where it was that official unveiling of the Switch, mm. and it was so disgusting. Yeah, you know, it was so Easternized. The Western audience was just so lost, and all their fun little animations, and you know, the little Splatoon two poses, and the random couch that they had to just <laughs> put into scenes. Um. Oh yeah, the couch. Oh. But it's just the it's cringe couch. So good. It's apart from PUBG, it's the success story of 2017. I think. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. All these crackers. Like I'm so excited to uh, get into Golf Story. Um, I've got it on my Switch, ready to roll. Yeah. I'm going to be playing that uh, this week. I'm super excited to play an RPG golf game, which is something I thought I'd never say. And once again, me with my. Uh general organization skills stardew valley mm-hmm. that one mm-hmm. i yeah, need to get it's, my it's available now how weird did they do that execution yeah. where they just kept on announcing on twitter like oh we've got some news oh and 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 it's for now yeah yeah on it's, the fifth it's so good um yeah kudos to nintendo kudos to all the developers and all, all these big publishers getting involved too yeah especially bethesda like we talked about it a few weeks doom. back like doom new <laughs> wolfenstein problem is is that you kind of um with the switch you still kind of like associate nintendo with that happy family kid friendly yeah. kind of console and then they're like doom. it's yeah. gonna be on it so it's kind of like oh 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 crap like, yeah yeah you just look over and little timmy and little tiffany are just destroying hellspawn mm. you no know, viscera everywhere Shove this up your stocking. Look, mommy, I killed it with a BFG. <laughs> That's my child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so the last bit of news this week. Did you want to uh, helm this one, Miss Hart? Um, th- this was just more of like an interesting little thing. I'm I'm not majorly into the esports. I'm dabbling in it now, obviously because you it's said like that such a like, I know, such like a, a nan way like, like a parent. And I'm I'm not into the esports. Sports. This email sports, as I, I understand it's said. Um, but one news that actually stood out on the uh, Twitter sphere was the Overwatch League um, for the NRG um, was announced. Uh, they announced their team for the Overwatch League. Um, they're all San Francisco based, I think, or they're going to be situated um, in Cali. Yeah. Um, but the thing about it was that it was actually, they released the video, um, which they have the support of Jennifer Lopez. Hmm. Jennifer, Jenny Bobby. from the block, rolling into town. Um, yeah, so she has she's an investor in this team, and um, we also have uh, Marshawn Lynch, yeah. who I think Beast is, Mode, who yeah. is uh, I'm just here so I don't get fat. Currently, <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders running back, formerly Oakland. Yeah, and it's like these celebrity and um, team owner, like the head of that um, Shaq. Mm. I think it's Shaq, as in Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, yeah, as in blue chips. <laughs> You made that fucking connection out of everything. That went over my head. 
it, where he was a. He was also in a little film game. called Kazam, which was Blue also Chips a video was game. before it though. Yeah, but Blue Kazam Chips was, was his acting debut. Nick Nolte was the coach. Yes, yes, we know, Brendan. We know. But <laughs> Penny Hardaway was. It in that wasn't too. that good of a. It was great. Fucking movie. But um, I also like so because that got my interest. I also delved into this a little bit more. So there's a uh, one particular player, Jay Sinatra one. Um, he's actually the rumor is he was actually offered a hundred fifty thousand dollar contract, mm-hmm. um, which he can't access. Uh, he can't touch yet because of, you know, he has to wait till his eighteenth birthday. Mm. Oh, a hundred and fifty thousand dollar contract, eighteenth birthday. How are you feeling now yeah. <laughs> about your? Yeah. How old is yeah. he? I think he's just on seventeen. I think it's yeah, oh, like he's, so he's only he's, got a year. Yeah, but one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, eighteenth birthday, and that, that doesn't <laughs> in, that doesn't even include obviously the prize pools for if they are successful. Yeah, and yeah this is just to get him in that team, you know. Like it's it's Overwatch especially. Um, it's become like the English Premier League for soccer or football fans out there. Where Do you reckon we'll get hooligans? Oh, there'll be esports hooligans setting off flares at the Overwatch event <laughs> in Sydney. There was some ruckus. The shoeys, shoeys everywhere. Oh, people God. being rowdy, but it's becoming now where there's there's transfer fees. So say, let's say NRG Esports want to poach a player from another team, they have to pay that other team X amount of money. Then obviously they they decide on a salary as well as performance kickers and things like that. It's it's insane to see this becoming not just obviously a bigger esport, but just a sporting event in general. Like the mm. prize pools now in, in, in gaming are higher than well, It's going to be in the Olympics, isn't it? Yeah, That's, like in, in the yeah. Asian Games in 2022, I think. Well, France, uh, I think the the Olympics that are happening in France, like they're already looking into it. I think mm. I think they said, what's, hang on, I can't believe I'm, Rocket League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which, is, which is, I love that game for for sort of the, Olympic-based events. I think that's a perfect one. I love that they went down that like kind of like merger mm. thing. Like it's it's like soccer, so you know, same. <laughs> it's, like, it's close enough. I, I guess it's oh, it's like soccer. <laughs> it's it's more of a level platform, wouldn't you say? Like mm. you think of a CS:GO or an Overwatch. How do you maybe regulate what characters they can't play, weapons they can't use, or at least Rocket Not League? Not to mention that all violent, the cars are the same. That violent element, especially if it's CS:GO, and like that's true. Terrorists win. Oh, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Uh, Bomb has been planted. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not. Maybe yeah. not. Somebody say Munich. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn. But um, yeah, more and more celebrities and and sort of reputable people within society are throwing their money into esports. Actually, you're making fun of me the way I was saying esports, but there's actually um, someone posted on Twitter uh, a YouTube video, of a news segment. Someone was doing finance and they were talking about esports and there. And the guy did well. He actually kind of took it a bit more seriously, just saying, hey, no, there is a lot of money in this. Mm-hmm. This is serious. You might like people who are not in that space yeah. are laughing at it like, oh, I play video games. But then this guy kind of broke it down and said, no, yeah. there is some good money in there. So. I, I had a near identical conversation um, in my nine to five the other week. I was in Brisbane and I went out for a couple of work drinks with, with a couple of customers. And one of these guys, he's, he's a pretty heavy hitter, you know, a bit of a bit of a baller, very successful in his space. And um, one of the guys I was with knew that sort of, you know, I dabble with the gaming space on the side, like things like this. He dabbles. And he started yeah. to... um ask questions about and it went down that path like is there money in this and i'm like you know podcasting not really but like sort of esports as a whole and i rattled on about how the the dota the dota 2 tournament the other day was 23 million dollar prize pool like that's a richer prize pool than 
the FIFA World Cup, then the Super Bowl, then Wimbledon, all these like the big reputable sporting events in the calendar. And this thing, you know, near doubles or triples it. Like, mm. There's so much money available in esports. It's not funny. Hence, hence why you can see so many little upstarts and leagues across every country and things like people, people see the opportunity. AFL are buying teams here in Australia. You know, there's been two esports teams now purchased here in Australia by AFL clubs. Exactly. And like the other thing that this finance guy was actually breaking down is that it's actually good for, especially for the economy. He was actually mentioning that um, one particular venue, I can't remember which one it was. He was saying the venue, he goes, it's sold out. He said, normal sports events don't sell out this venue, but this esports event actually sold it out. And he goes, and then, you know, that's concession stands, that's parking, that's local businesses and all that sort of stuff. So he was actually just really putting it out there. He's going, no, this is serious stuff. Someone should start paying attention. Problem is, is do we we want that outside world into our gaming world? And that's always the funny part where it's becoming more professional and business orientated. Players have to act a certain way. I guess the easiest one to mention was the Sydney World Cup Overwatch event where the Swedish player had the win and he got up and he was like celebrating, he was excited and he was cheering on his team. Like he wasn't running over to Australia who he, he sort of, they, they took down in that round. He didn't run over and be like, you guys are shit, suck it. Like Pelvic thrusting in their he way. He was just celebrating, but yet he got, he got reprimanded for it and had to apologize. I remember hearing about that and at first I'm like, oh damn, he must have done some horrible stuff to no. offend Aussies. And <laughs> meanwhile, in the NRL, you know, yeah. they're punching each other every five seconds. Bring back the biff. Oh, yeah. Ooh, and the shoulder charge, please. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's and that's the part where it's sort of starting to divide, I think, the esports, where it's like the fun's getting taken out of it and, and all these big corporate giants are coming in and getting involved. Like, the corporate giants are going to allow the money to allow this thing to grow even more. Yeah. But you can't take the fun out of it. You can't take the youthful exuberance because most of these people are under 20. Oh, boy. They're yep. kids. 18th birthday, $150,000. <laughs> it makes me sad. It <laughs> makes me think of all the times growing up as a kid and like playing video games and just you'd think to yourself as a little kid and just be like, imagine if this could be my career. Mm. <laughs> God damn it. It's all reality you, now. All you youth out there that maybe listens to this, mm. You are so lucky that you know the video games can turn into a career yeah. now. Reese, stop frying your brain with those bloody video games. It's never going to get you anywhere. About the only good thing that you could Leave bring alone, out it, that you could bring to your parents is like, no, video games, good hand and eye coordination. It really is. It's brilliant. Now it's, I can bring $150,000 yeah. before my 18th birthday. And then the I'll be giving money. you 150,000 kicks up your ass if you don't go study those books. Right, Shut up, Calm mom. down, Red. <laughs> All right. Let's... Uh, Let's move on to uh, the best segment in the Southern Hemisphere. This Week in Gaming. We've got a, a nice little uh, slew of titles here to talk about that have released in the calendar week Ooh, that was. A slew. A couple of heavy hitters and then also a few little business acquisitions. It was a very busy uh, busy week, especially for Activision yeah. um, in, in the last week that was during the start of October. First one to bring to light, Alien Isolation dropped in 2014. Very, very underrated horror game. You would, uh, you could call it survival horror to a degree. Mm, uh, I just refer to that sort of stuff as like space horror, where space horror, confined spaces, very space claustrophobic. Scare. It's mm. it's one of the best games based around that alien universe ever. That'd be made. a good VR game. Ever? Have you played it? Um, I'm a little too chicken shit to play it. Um, but, I've watched uh, enough people mm, playing it and seeing the. But scares. it's very true to the source yes. material. Like it is, it's probably one of the best interpretations the of that universe. The bit where she's like pulls out that machine that like tracks the uh, mm. the alien, and you're just like 
like it's so good like yeah. the the style that they've like yeah they're taken from the actual movie series mm. so. it's it's phenomenal obviously you play uh ripley's daughter daughter i can't remember the character's name but um yeah baby ripley yeah uh, it's so good so it's so tense and so suffocating especially when you're hiding in the vents mm-hmm. or hiding under a goddamn table mm-hmm and obviously the alien isn't sort of following a set path as well. It's completely yeah. um, automated. You don't know where it's coming from, where it's going to go. Even talking Ooh. about it is like making my chest tight. Like, mm. just because like, like big fans of the series, me and you, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Um, so having, I always say having an element of horror where you have control of the horror and like how it affects you. It's just like, yeah, I can't handle it. Yeah. I honestly can't handle and, it. And so even, the fact that the aliens running about. Yeah, and even though you do have weapons, you still feel very defenseless in this game. You, you're not a space marine. You know, you're not from aliens. You're not running around with Hicks or Drake or anyone like that. Like <laughs> you are, just this meek lady trying to find out where a mum got to, mm-hmm. getting chased by. It's just one alien too. Mm. Obviously, there's cyborgs and bad enemies and things like that too. But oh my god, it <laughs> it it gets you to that heart attack like level oh, yeah. in some of those parts. It's such I, a severely underrated title. Mm-hmm. What else? Dishonored, Arcane Studios, original Great. Dishonored came out in 2012. Great game. Never played it. Very good game. Rolling around as Corsair, finding out who assassinated the Queen and things like that. So good. So good. Obviously, Dishonored 2 dropped last year. Mm-hmm. It came out at a very bad time because a million other games yeah. dropped at the same time. So I don't think it sold too well. Got a, got a bit swept under. I, I know that a lot of people now are kind of like picking it up mm. during these like, you know, flash sales, sales yeah. and things. Oh, and also just like the quiet periods in gaming sometimes mm. that we find ourselves in. So Yeah. The the chaos meter in that game's phenomenal. Obviously, depending on how how violent you are, how passive you are, the amount of people you kill, the chaos meter escalates and then that ties into the story. You see the the city change and then at the end obviously tells you how, how good the city is in after you you, you know, avenging these these bad things that occurred. Mm. Um, speaking of bad things occurring in two thousand eleven, Dark Souls <laughs> came out. <laughs> I'm not a Dark Souls guy. No. I've never played a Dark Souls. I've, I've played all three of them. I'm shit at all three of them. <laughs> um, it's a particular style of gameplay. I finished the second one. Oh. But not one and not three. <laughs> um, it's so unforgiving. It's so punishing. That's, I think that's the part that I don't like about it. Yeah, because it is so slow and calculated. One misstep and you're dead. You're going all the way back to one of the the bonfires, resurrecting, trying to get back to get all your gear and things. It's just, oh my god! Yeah, uh, it's not for me, but a lot of people love it. Oh yeah, a lot very of popular series. Also in 2011, Rage came out. Um, the name rings a bell. It was a first person shooter, almost like a first person Mad Max. That kind of yeah. vibe, that kind of aesthetic. It was actually ported from an iPad game. Mm. That game, oh. which yeah, didn't sell too well. Actually played all right. Looked good. Um, the environment was great. The combat was pretty brutal, very unforgiving. Um, but yeah, sadly, I don't think we're ever going to see a sequel to that. Uh, another one we might not ever see a sequel for from 2004, <laughs> Def Jam Fight for New York. Uh, yeah, that was a weird game. Remember that wave in the early 2000s where they went, you know, rap and hip-hop's got a bit of success and it's a bit in the in the media, so let's make games of it. Remember Wu-Tang, Taste Jay-Z. the Pain? <laughs> um, you know, rolling around like Ghostface Killer and the RZA fighting. Um yeah, just brutal fatalities though, or brutal death animations, decapitations yeah. and dismemberings. Yeah, yeah, Fifty Cent had a game too, didn't he? Yeah, Blood in the Sand. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, very crap game, but it's kind of fun to play. Um, another game that dropped out in uh, two thousand and four, Tony Hawk's Underground Two. Did that 
do well. No. Ace of Spades. I think Underground Two was the one where it went went more jackassy. Oh. This yeah. was on the back of the jackass hype, and there was freaking Steve-O in this. Yeah. Obviously, Bam. You had to like Steve-O, your classic. Get in the shopping cart, go down this hill, and yeah. then totally do sixty-five flips it's before landing shame. in a giant yeah. cream pie, dude. Tony Hawk's like obviously we like for the most part a lot of people have a fond memories of the Tony Hawk's mm. skate um, skater series, and then yeah, it just kind of dived down, and then everyone kind of went to skate. Yeah, yeah, which was more that was embedded more in more realism and. Mm. Things like that. Um, but yeah, Tony Hawk's Underground 2. I think that was sort of the downfall of Tony Hawk. That even had Phil Margera, like Bam's large dad, <laughs> as a character. And I think he rode like a, a like a ride on lawnmower, I think, yeah. was his vehicle. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Or one of those rascals, you know, the fat bikes that <laughs> the fat Walmart people ride things. around on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the last bits of news, uh, in, 2000 and, in 2001 and then in 1999 as well, Activision acquired Treyarch as well as Neversoft. So Neversoft ties nicely in with the whole uh, Tony Hawk universe. Mm. Obviously, Neversoft, remember the logo or the opening animation with the eye getting skewered or whatever else. Treyarch went on to make, obviously, COD games as well as a slew of other titles. So we're starting to see Activision become that power player sort of the back end of the 90s into the early 2000s. Sometimes you just don't acknowledge when that sort of stuff happens. Obviously, now it's a bit more mainstream and, like, announced, but... When that sort of stuff happened probably back then, you didn't really realise how many, like, pies Activision had their fingers in, so... Yeah, and like looking back sort of at the sort of timeline of um, Treyarch way back when, when they were acquired, the biggest game they actually sort of did probably was to- like they helped with the Tony Hawk series as well. Mm. But other than that, it was sort of Spider-Man and then they started helping with some of the, the 2K games with sport. And then for the last eight years, all they've really done is COD games, Treyarch. So you know, every every year or every second year they get involved. Um, and then obviously Sledgehammer is starting to do COD games. And Neversoft... Yeah, Tony Hawk predominantly. They help with a little bit of the COD, but it's mostly them as well as the Guitar Hero franchise. So, <laughs> yeah, which um, free bird. Mm. What was that? What was um John the Fisherman, right? Uh, what? That was a song in um in Guitar Hero. It was really hard. I think that was Bucketheads. Was it Buckethead? Did John the Fisherman? Oh, that was in one of the later. And it was I hard think Two as Fires in the fuck. Flames by Dragonforce. That yeah. was one yeah. of the hardest ones. Yeah, yeah. I I just still occasionally. We'll see a, a sort of advert pop up on YouTube of just some young kid playing these Guitar Hero games on Expert or whatever the hardest difficulty is. And he's just almost half asleep, just yawning, just not missing perfect, never missing a beat. And I sit there and go, fuck you. I can't even, like, I struggle in that game very, very badly. I kind of just feel sad because I'm like, in the time it took you to learn how to do that, you could have just played an actual guitar. I don't know. Like,. <laughs> I, I like the game, like those games. Like I even played DJ Hero. Remember that? Oh, I played DJ Hero. I loved it. But it, because it falls under rhythm games, and I really like rhythm games. Me so too. Me too. I don't think I ever got to expert level when it came to DJ. Yeah, I um, was the whatever hero. underneath that. Maybe it was just hard. You know, I crushed Drum Hero. Once. Oh yeah, I watch you crush those games at at arcades, and I think you do it sometimes just to establish dominance in the arcade. Like you'll see, it's my only thing that I got going mm. for me. All right, yeah, you just sit in there. <laughs> You'd and want you the drummer to have rhythm, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are they still with Guitar Hero and Rock Band? Are they still doing the the guitars now that have real strings as well, so uh, you can actually play with the string that guitars. Was that a, was that was a game called Rocksmith. Yeah, that's it. No, wasn't that Rock Band Aerosmith? No, 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 that no, was no. Called Rocksmith. Rocksmith, and it was like really? you could use your own guitar and just plug in a controller port for oh, it. Oh, okay, because they they all, they release proper game guitars as that well. That one didn't do well, from what I remember when yeah. we used to sell it. Yeah, See, that yeah. was smart though. Like doubling back to what you mm. said, at least little Timmy or little T- uh, Tammy 
are learning to play these actual instruments. But the other thing that was good was like you could port your own songs in, which is what I liked about it. Hell yeah. yeah. A couple of Kerbo, Kerbo specials. Yeah. Mm. This next one's called I Eat Pizza With My Face. Yeah. Play me in, boys. All right, let's move on to uh, our final segment of the podcast. iTunes Review of the Week. Okay, so this review comes by way of iTunes user Rogaine for Life. Hey, man. Is that hair thing? Yeah. yeah. Is that like the hair, like when you're getting a bit thin up top? Yeah. Is it like a cream? Yeah, yeah. It's like spray on hair. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen that sometimes <laughs> where it's just like, shh, and it just colors it in and almost gives you this this sort of mop on top. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. You know people get their like, tattoo hair now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. Not for me. There was a guy, before we hopefully don't derail this segment. Sorry, Rogaine for Life. There was a guy no, I your used to. The username was too, too interesting. I used to work with a guy, absolute sleazebag wanker of a man, thin as hell on top. And he started gradually, like, he was he was a Greek fellow. So he had sort of the, the curly, slick hair. And he started gradually growing the hair out of the back. And it was just getting longer and longer. And I didn't put two and two together for a while. And he actually had to grow that to cultivate it to do the hair plugs. So what they did is like then cut all the length at the back and then sort of embedded it and plugged it into the front. And I remember he went on leave for like a week or two and he came back and then he's had this full head of Greek curly hair again. Has science gone too far? Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, he looked like he'd be a salesman at a Nick Scarly, like a dodgy high-end wannabe furniture store. All I'm imagining is if you got a fresh sausage and rolled it on the carpet. <laughs> Yeah, he was, he's very meek in size and stature, so that works. That's just terrifying. Like a stick. Like, the whole idea Love of hair plugs. Like, like I, I think everyone has the right to mm. do whatever they want to make them feel confident in themselves. But, like, hair plugs. You know how much it costs? How much? It costs him $30,000. Holy jeebus. $30,000. Yeah, but that's probably a, a boob job and a nose job. So. I would have just said, take my brain out, put me in a hot man's body for thirty grand. I mean, if you're going to take your brain out, I, I, I also would say to put my brain in a hot man's body just so I can mm. give it a go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and on that note. All right. Rogaine for life. Thank you for the segment. But uh, I'll segue. But back to the segment. Okay. So the iTunes review headline reads, hashtag stay hungry. Keeping that hashtag going strong. Yep. Take it over the internet. So Rogaine for life writes... A weekly must-listen for fans of gaming and entertaining conversation. The Hungry Gamers are one of the best in Australia at what they do. Ah, Short, sweet, honest, lovely. Thank you for those kind words. Ah, I also like the what they do. Because mm-hmm. we don't knows, know what we do. Yeah, we... I don't we, do shit. We constantly discuss about, like, what, what do we do? What are we exactly? Because we also have all the side stuff that Very we... Very existential. We involve, get involved with, whether it's the YouTube or the Twitch. We just like social commentators. Is that yeah. what it would be? Yeah. yeah. And Voyeurs. By the way, you can buy facial cream from my Instagram on 30% off if you use the code <laughs> uh, Kerbo at uh, checkout. Oh, speaking of purchases, though. Talking about our gear that we sell. Oh, is it our merch? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was going to leave that to you. Oh, because I you, thought you were talking about you, drugs. I'm like, uh, I don't know if we should talk about it. No, no, Craig Purple Dinosaur pills are not coming out yet. <laughs> but you're like, time. the gear that we Give sell. I'm like, oh, yeah, the gear. Yeah, I got the gear. We're, we're just doing testing. Not on animals at the moment, but we're doing testing. I don't know. We are animals. So, um, yeah, I guess, guess sort of jumping on to what you were just saying, Ali, we did release a new design mm. on our Design by Humans source. That's designbyhumans.com forward slash shop forward slash we are 8-bit. 
It's a Player Unknown's Battlegrounds inspired design. It might be the best one we've done to date. It's pretty good. Oh yeah. It's pretty good. I, I've got I want a cuphead design. You understand? Ooh. We can make that work. Yeah. We can make that work. Kerbo head. But you have to get your hands on this one because this yeah. is everything they could possibly want. Mm-hmm. In, especially with a dinosaur with a tie. Yeah, he's he's a very dapper looking Craig in this he one. Is. Got that level three helmet on, got a little nine mil pistol, got the AK on the back. Um, yeah, obviously comes in tees, hoodies, singlets, phone cases, coffee mug, the works. It's, it's everywhere. Um, check it out. Check it out. And also, we finally got approval again for the Zelda slash Link slash Jurassic Park crossover. Um, had to jump through some hoops and sadly take out the uh, the upended Jeep that's in that um, <laughs> you know iconic scene. Got the rubber stamp from Designed by Humans, and that's back on there as well. So Get your hands on it, because chances are if they get rid of that again, you've got a limited edition too, Sean. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because uh, I don't even have that one. The, the original, um, I think we've sold five on that day, and then it got taken off the next day. There so you whoever go. you lucky users are out there, hit us up. I know Benny's got one, but you are the four out there. Hit us up on those socials. Um, but yeah, doubling back, Rogue Game for Life. Thank you for the iTunes review absolutely lovely as as we say every episode it does help keep the emotional light on in our hearts lifeblood keeps us tracking it's our lifeblood keeps us relevant on them itunes charts mm-hmm. which uh you know helps us keep doing what we're doing but if we're um sadly not on your itunes chart because you're an android user we are on every other platform as well so stitcher soundcloud google play player fm uh tune in we're on that as well so hit us up on all those uh, avenues if you want to drop a review if you want to talk to us in more detail hello at 8bit.net on the email or at we are 8bit across all the channels but before we start unpacking this one and saying our goodbyes what's going on this week anything you want to mention any events any games anything you're excited to do just that uh 80s horror movie marathon at rich cinema randwick check it out there's an event on facebook i really want to get my hands on stardew valley yeah i'm excited to get into golf story um, I'm excited to hopefully try and get a chicken dinner this week. I'd like Fingers to see crossed. a froth story. Is that the Frisbee golf? Yeah. Mm. World's not ready for that yet, mate. Remember when we played Frisbee golf on PlayStation Move? Yes. What the hell? We weren't very good. <laughs> Weird-ass game. That's fun. But, um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to watch Blade Runner 2049 as oh, well. I I'm going to be watching that yeah. next weekend. I'm super excited for it, especially because the reviews are coming out and they're saying it's fucking Perfect. phenomenal mm. um and so it's good to see ridley scott go back to the well and absolutely not fuck it like prometheus and such so on your rids mm. must see i have to watch it yeah so i'm excited to sort of dive in and, and pick our thoughts apart on that one but other than that i guess that's been a show mm-hmm. um as i said hit us up that has been a show at we're 8 bit on all the socials as well as uh we're 8 bit on youtube uh, we promise we're going to have some content up there soon. We've actually, just, yeah. We've been very disorganized. We should actually ask the audience um, if they have any horror games. Yeah, we, we want to do a month of horror for October leading up to Halloween. So hit us up with some scary-ass games. Um, we want to we play Fear. them. We want to get scared playing them. Then we want to make it into video Oh, Luigi's video Mansion too. That's pretty scary. Soft. <laughs> Um, and, and, and also, uh, we will announce the first winner of the Audio-Technica gaming headset. Sadly, I left that in Sam's less than capable hands and he hasn't got back to me with who that is yet. Um, but the winner will be announced and I'll get that sent out this coming week. So you'll hear from hear from me via email or via the socials, get your address, and it'll be on its way this week. So um, very excited to get that. And then obviously the event has restarted. So head on over to apit.net forward slash win. 
enter for your chance to win a $200 gaming headset each every month thanks to Audio Technica. Thank you, Audio Love Technica. It. All right. I think that's been a show. My stomach is grumbling so loud. Yeah. I think that's the key to go get some uh, Korean fried chicken. Yeah! Gang jung, gang jung, gang, gang, gang. All right. Until next week, 8-Bit Nation, much love. Stay hungry. But mostly just much love. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit. Be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture-related needs. Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls.